familiar sounds of Neon Nightclub, welcome you all back to episode 91 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. Have you missed our old theme music, Mel? Oh, I had a great time in the 80s, Scotty, but it was nice. It was nice and familiar to have it back, I have to admit. It was. So we didn't explore 90s music for the rest of our 90s episode, just because I went looking. 90s was such an a mixed bag of music that um, I just thought it was all nonsense. And we'll go back to our old mates, Neon Nightclub. We thank them for providing our theme music all the way up to episode 100. And then I'll change my mind again. Are you going to digress? Now, I'll digress. Now, is that rain in the background, Mel? It is. That's why I was I was trying to mute. <laughs> mm. Don't mute. Let's hear it because... We're the, we're the yin and the yang, the black and the white of climates at the moment because I'm melting. I'm melting. Melbourne's in a heat wave and you're getting wet. What's going we on? We are. We're, we're, you know, when you were visiting in September, everything was very yellow and very brown. So uh, Mother Nature has turned it on the last couple of months just to freshen things up and green them back up again for the summertime. Mm. Um, well, it's hot down here. It has been last week and this week's hot. And it's good because the coach is coming on this week and he's going to tell us how to cope with the heat. Oh, excellent. Well, I was going to ask him about pram running, but heat works too. Yeah, well, you ask him about prams, I'll ask him about the heat, and we've got all things covered. But I mentioned black and the white. I mentioned the yin and the yang. How's this for a segue? On Saturday, I was at the yin and the yang of park runs. The Beauty and the Beast of Park Runs. I went back to Mullum Mullum. And let me tell you, Mel, it's a cracker. For the first two and a half Ks, it's probably one of the most beautiful park runs I've run. And then? And then, not, not as beautiful, not as good, but very <laughs> different, very different. So you, you head out, you're on some boardwalks, you're in some trails, you've got creeks running by, just gorgeous. And then it switches over to running under freeways, underpasses, all concrete, a little less inspiring. That's why I call it the yin and the yang, the black and the white. Beauty and the beast of parkrun. I urge everyone to put Mulla Mullum on their list. It's a good one to check out. Uh, but you went back to Nambour on Saturday, which is just the, what would you call it? Just the beauty? No beast? There's a fair bit of beast at Nambour. Well, the the hills are a bit of a beast, but I didn't have to contend with them this weekend because I was volunteering along with my little trusty deputy, Wes, who actually slept through the majority of the volunteering. But yeah, it was it was their second anniversary, which has gone so fast, so fast. And we had a Wild Wild West versus Fluoro theme, uh, which I think is a new one mm-hmm. in terms of themes. We've we've had uh, like Wild West before, I think. We've also had Fluoro separately, but mashing the two together is definitely something that only they could do at Nambour, and it worked. Was it a Adam, showdown? Was it a <laughs> Fluoro versus Wild West? And you? It was split pretty fifty-fifty. I I was surprised. Um, not as many people putting the two together as I was expecting. Um, a couple. Did, did the crossover. I was uh, a Native American and I had um, fluoro pink hair so and fluoro pink shoes because I'm sure they all had fluoro pink running shoes. And um, 
as I mentioned, Wes was a deputy. He was he was a little sheriff, and Adam went for the fluoro so that he didn't have to wear tassels or a cowboy hat. And um, yeah, but it was a good morning. It absolutely, as we mentioned, it's been raining. It poured down halfway through. Um, and fortunately, Wes was in the pram, so he was mostly protected. One of those um, hundred shirt milestone boards got recruited to um, work as a, a bit of an extension to the canopy on his pram. The mozzies, which are the size of puppies at the moment out there, absolutely loved it. They all flocked underneath the canopy to escape <laughs> from the wet weather, which was really great because I was on finish tokens and every 30 seconds I had to... Um, slap my son in the face with my wet hands while he was sleeping just to get rid of the mozzies that were landing on his little gorgeous delectable cheeks so wow yeah well the mozzies got me when i was there i can't imagine if they've had time to grow and build an army (laughs) yes they um they've certainly been relishing the wet weather that's for sure now i'm giving away all the secrets this week because we've got connie from north harbour as our ED coming up later in the pod. But you also had a trial on Sunday. You're back in trial mode. So double double park run weekend. Yeah, two days of park running. Did we talk about this last week as well? Because it was the second trial for North Harbour. Um, I don't remember if we talked about it last week. But yes, we, we had trial number two after we'd fixed a few of the little uh, glitches from the week before where some people got a little bit confused out on the course. And all went pretty well this week. So it's getting exciting because the launch is this weekend. It is. Now I'm coming up. The boss is coming up. Lyndall's coming up. Yes, and also Dave. So we'll have a couple of members of the Channel 5 News crew joining us. It's going to be massive. It's going to be a great morning, isn't it, Mel? It is. Everybody should come. Yes. North Harbour. But we'll speak to Connie a bit later in the pod. I already mentioned it in the intro, it's hot in Melbourne, makes it so much harder to run, get out for our runs. I've got a confession, I skipped my run last night because it was too hot. We've got our coach back, welcome back to the podcast, Steve. Thanks for having me guys. It was hot last night, Steve. I I should have come to the session, but um, I didn't make it. How was it? How was it running in the heat last night, and how do you cope running in the heat? It was actually good last night in Melbourne. We uh, last night the actual probably the cool change came around about six o'clock, six thirty. So by the time we got the session underway, it wasn't too bad. The UB was low as well, or lower, and actually on the way out. So we actually were lucky yesterday. Whereas last week the cool change didn't come until around about oh, seven pm, maybe seven thirty. So we actually moved training back later. Um, good thing about this time of year in Melbourne is daylight saving, so it's still lighter. Just that, um, more makes it harder for people with families because if you start training at 7, 7.30, interrupts their family style, uh, lifestyle. But apart from that, yeah, we just push training a little bit further back. Um, we shorten the sessions. Uh, we give some more recovery. Uh, where we trained last night, we made sure there was plenty of trees around. So when the guys finished their reps, they jumped out, got in the shade. So there's all these little things you got to do and also have water on, on, on hand to make sure that they can drink and also just cool themselves off. Well, Mel, you experienced the heat and the humidity up in Queensland. How do, how do we cope with the humidity? Because it's not something that we deal with a lot. 
in Melbourne, but it it affects you sometimes more than just the heat. Yeah, the um, with, with the humidity, Scott, it's about staying um, hydrated and not letting yourself get in too run down. The other thing too is when you're from Queensland, you're used to it. So in Melbourne at the moment, it's around 30 degrees. Everyone's pretty hot. But when we got a 20 degrees day in winter, everyone felt really hot and tired. So it's almost getting climatised to it as well. So often in the summer, what we do is we just make sure we get you a little bit in, in the heat. So yesterday, the session was probably only about, uh, we did uh, 14,200. So a little bit shorter session, a little bit more break. We get used to it. But I'm sure in a month, if we get another month of hot weather, everyone's a bit more used to it. So they're a bit better at hydrating. 30 degrees doesn't feel as hot as it does at, at the start of summer. I'm not sure that I fully agree with you about getting climatized to it, Coach. <laughs> um, it's it's certainly, very, you know what, to be honest, I cope with the heat by volunteering more in summer. That's how I cope with running in the heat. I just don't do it. Um, I do have a friend who recently popped over to Queenstown to do the marathon and uh, she she couldn't cope with the... I think it's the the intake of water with salts and things like that. So she actually got really sick in the second half, I think because she was taking in more water, but the salt was off. Is is there something in that? Yeah, big time. So a lot of the guys, when they train for marathons, they find it so much easier to train in a warmer climate and go race in a cooler climate. And part of that's to do with bringing in fluid. If you train, an example for people in Melbourne is when you train for the Gold Coast Marathon, if you're living in Melbourne, you train in the middle of our winter, you go up to the Gold Coast and it's only 20, 24 degrees. And most people say, yeah, it, it's, you sweat a lot more, it's a lot harder. When you sweat, you lose a lot of your salt. So you've got to get the balance between getting the salts back in the body and the minerals, but not getting too much that you feel sick. So I think you're spot on. It's about trying to get the right drink for you. Um, I find in summer, uh, Gatorade's just too sweet for me. So I actually go for a, uh, an Asian drink. I'm not sure if it's Japan or where it is, but it's thing called Picardi Sweat, and it seems to suit me well. Other people like to get the Gatorade and diluted, so there is a big issue with taking in too much fluid, especially with too much uh, salts or uh, electrolytes in it. The other tip or the other technique that I'm going to try and employ over the summer is I joined the gym yesterday, and I think I'm going to move some of my sessions indoors to running on the treadmill in air conditioning. Is that a good idea? Yeah, we, we often talk about it too. So I've told um, a lot of my guys that are racing this week that at all costs avoid running in the heat. If that means you've got to run early in the morning or late at night or run in a gym where it's air-conditioned and shaded, go for it. So um, I think if it was a 35-degree day and, you know, for whatever reasons, your lifestyle, all you can do is run when it's hot during the day. You, you can get in the gym. That's much better because if you go out in the heat and it sort of zaps you, you might find, even though you only did a 10K run outdoors on a 35-degree day, it zaps you for a week. If you go run 10k on a treadmill, you're ready to go the next next day. So I think definitely using the treadmill indoors is a smart idea. Um, otherwise, you run really early or really late to avoid the actual direct sunlight. These are all good tips, I think. I mean, I'm not sure I'm convinced about the treadmill situation either because that's indoors and sounds like you're getting a bit soft there, Scotty. But let's move on from the heat, shall we? <laughs> I I mentioned last week that I have started a little bit of walk running with my pram and am dealing with a whole world of pain coach in my shoulders and I don't know how to hold it and I don't know what I'm doing wrong. You, I understand, have got some experience with pram running. Can you give me any tips on how I can improve that? Yeah, so I've obviously pushed my little one around in the pram for the last three years. Um, 
the first thing is you've got to make sure you've got the right pram. People often get the pram, they push around their shopping centre and it's kind of heavy and bulky and not very agile and start running in that. And what that means is the pram is very heavy and not very agile. You've got to use your shoulders and arms to push and steer it a lot. So the first step is get the right pram, otherwise you might be uh, finding it doesn't matter how you run, it's going to be hard. Uh, the second thing is the height. Um, <clears throat> a lot of people, when they run with the pram, they have the bars too high up or too low. And so if the bars are too high or too low, your shoulders are too high or too low. And as you said, again, it comes through your arms. Um, I, I find I use one of those little tie cable ties for the prams that you've probably got, which goes around your wrist and the pram. So safety is really important, pushing the pram. So if the pram does get away from you, well, the cable keeps it not nice and close and it's for safety reasons. The other thing too is I'm not sure what uh, you've been doing with your pram, but don't load it up. Often, you know, when mums and dads are pushing prams around, you've got the baby's clothes, you've got clothes for the next four days, you've got food, you've got that much in the pram. It just makes it heavier and harder to push. So try and go with minimalist, have food and um, water, maybe change your clothes and something for the baby if they need to distract them. But lighten the pram up so when you're pushing it, it's not too heavy and you can get into natural running as you can. Uh, but in saying that, if you live in a hilly area, I'm not sure if yours is hilly, but going up and down uh, hills is much harder on a pram and you do need to use your upper body. We do have a lot of hills. I'm, we have got a running pram. I'm not sure whether or not the actual handlebars are adjustable. I know, obviously, my husband is taller than I am and he doesn't seem to have the issues that I do. So it might be that whole height thing that you're talking about. Um, certainly don't load it up beyond putting that eight kilo baby in it. <laughs> but yeah, I might I might have to check out the handlebars. Do they make? And I was thinking about this because when you horse ride, your your hands are supposed to be uh, sideways, like vertical. Um, whereas the pram, it's it's got a horizontal bar that you hold on to. So I found I was sort of moving my hands between the horizontal bar and sort of the side bits that go diagonally down, just to to have a bit of relief. But do they? Do they do like racing bar prams like they do for cycles, like bikes and stuff? Nah, not, not that I know of. Um, they're pretty much, what you can do is that you, the guys that are obviously bigger, the sidebars are pretty comfortable for them. So if you watch a lot of guys running, they often get their arms on the sides anyway. Uh, but if you've got a smaller arm stand and obviously the pram's wider than you, it's hard if they actually get your arms around the side. So I think it's, that's almost luck of the draw. I haven't seen any design like, like that. But yeah, I haven't weighed, I haven't needed too much anyway. Um, I've actually find some of the oldest type of running prams actually better than the modern types as well. I don't know if they thought about it better then or they make them a little bit, um, they seem to be more expensive these days, but they don't seem to be functioning as well. I, uh, yeah, I think maybe this is a niche, like buying adaptable handlebars for prams. Maybe that could be the next line of Parkrun Adventurers merchandise. Well, the best place to get prams is in America. If you've got any friends that are going overseas and coming back from America, I know a lot of people that have bought back prams that are half the price. And obviously, with such a bigger population and in, into their running, the prams from America are obviously a lot more um, well, cheaper to start with, but they're actually probably better designed. And little add-ons like these handlebars, if, if they do exist, would no doubt be over there. And Steve, what about the little ones in the pram? You know, How fast can you go before it becomes dangerous for... For the little ones, I know it's probably heaps of fun the faster you go, but uh, should, we, should we be worried about this? Should we strap them in extra tight? No, I think the simplest thing is um, control on the age of the baby. So if you've got a little, little one, that, so there's actually a certain age you should put a baby in a pram and run, run with because they bounce around too much. So if you get a little toddler, they're fine. As long as they're 
in like a seatbelt, it's fine. And mum or dad who's pushing the pram, it's about control. So for me, you know, I've had my little one in the pram and I'm doing 3.30 sometimes along the flats pushing the pram pretty pretty quick, but I'm in full control. Whereas, you know, if I was going three-minute K pace, yeah, I might be starting to push the edge where my concentration and that isn't as great because I'm trying to run fast. So I think it comes down to control of the parent. As long as you can run and feel good, also, too, if you try and run really fast down a hill and something goes wrong, the pram will take off. So I think if, you, if you're smart about it, you can, you can almost sprint with a bit of pram, I reckon, as long as you've, the parents have got full control of the pram and the baby's not too young. Because babies shouldn't be in a pram bumping around too hard. So wait till they're probably more closer to, I don't know the exact age, but they might have said, might be around about a year, nine months, I think around that age. But yeah, I waited till my one was pretty much able to sit up strong by herself and look look around till I started actually running in it. Yeah, we um, Wes is only just about six months old, but he's he's got that net control, and we are certainly not running fast. My um my my run is probably still a lot of people's walk, so he's not getting jostled by any means. Yeah, but you're spot on. You're not there trying to sprint with him, so that's why it's safe. I was, I was thinking more with the, the older age. If you were trying to sprint around a park run course and do t- turns with a six six month, it might be hard. But you're you're just running normal around a park run. You should be fine. Now, Steve, we're heading into the holiday season. Uh, not many races, not many people are on training plans at the moment. Uh, good opportunity to head down to Park Run. I hope we're going to see you at a Park Run soon. What are your plans? Oh, look, I really encourage you guys to get down to Park Run. I reckon also, too, you get the Christmas Day and around that time of year, what a, what a chance, New Year's Day, celebrate with a Park Run. Um, you know, often over this time of year, I tell a lot of my squad, look, either you've got a session or we've got a Park Run. Um, I'll definitely be getting down to do some park runs. I know a few of my boys are ironing out a few course records around. And I just said, look, go around and enjoy it. And um, it's not a bad way, too, for the actual group together. You know, you might have 10 athletes in your group get together for a park run. So it's a good chance for people to go try the new course and meet people. So I'll definitely be down in a few park runs over late December and January. I'm hopefully doing Datapack in December 14th. So that's a 10K race in Melbourne. So once I get through that, I might have a bit of time to get to some park runs. But until that, I'm on a strict program. Well, we hope to see you around there, Coach. It's, as always, a pleasure and an absolute education to have you on the show. Thank you for your tips sharing this week. We, um, I'm going to go check out my pram as soon as we finish up. Beautiful. Make sure the uh, height's okay for those shoulders. Will do. Thanks again. Thanks, thanks for having me, guys. Pleasure. Joining us from the northern suburbs of Brisbane, we have a very experienced event director who is embarking on a new adventure in the parkrun world. She is this weekend launching North Harbour Parkrun at Burpengary East, and her name is Connie Isherwood. Connie, welcome to the Parkrun Adventurers. Thank you. Now, very exciting times. You're, you're moving on from Central Lakes to, to start a new event. How did this all happen? Uh, <laughs> well, the developers of uh, North Harbour um, Precinct um, approached one of my friends, actually, about um, starting up Park Run in, in the area, um, and she was unable to give enough time to promote it and get it off the ground. So she asked me if I would um, go come on as the event director and I accepted. Connie, I've done that as well. I've done it a couple of times. How do you feel about leaving your home event to start all over <laughs> again? 
Yeah, it's a little bit um, sad, I suppose. I mean, I'll still stay in contact with them and I'll, I'm sure once I get my run director team off the ground and running, I'll be able to go up there and um, see everyone again and, you know, jump in and run direct from time to time as they as they need me. But, yes, it's a little bit sad. <laughs> well, if I can give you any advice is that it's going to be great because what you're going to do is you're going to be able to go back to Central Lakes whenever you want and feel like home mm. and then you'll have a new yep. home at North Harbour. Yes. It's still exciting. Um, not, well, it's very exciting because I get to develop – um, a community, I suppose, of park runners here in in Burpengary East and Morayfield. So that's pretty exciting in itself. And what makes the new course different from other local events that are in the area? <laughs> there is no cement whatsoever. Uh, it's all it's a cross country course, a flat one, um, but nonetheless quite difficult because it's very uneven underground. Um, it's all through uh, an old plant, sugar plantation, the original uh, homestead, I suppose, um, that was first put here in, oh, I don't know how long ago. <laughs> We're talking about the 1800s. And it's been hidden away all this time. So it, it's quite um, historic and quite picturesque along the river. So, Connie, when you say cross-country, are we talking... Uh, grass or have we got a mixture of rocky trails what exactly uh, are we expecting m- mostly grass there are uh, there's a little patch of um, trail through some trees that that I made sure was in there uh, <laughs> and there's some rocky bits where um, tractors and things have been you know driven along so you've got that as well so it's a it's a fair mix I suppose now, I'm coming up, Connie, on Saturday to have mm-hmm. a run. Am I going to fall over? Is it? Am I likely to trip in this trail <laughs> section? Because I've got, a, I've got a history of falling over and I'm a bit scared of the trails. Am I going to be safe well, on Saturday? <laughs> I'm very good at tripping over as well. Um, but, yes, lots of trip hazards. Um, you've got to watch where you're, where you're going for sure because there's, yeah, it's very uneven underground. There's There'll likely be... Possible rocks hidden in the grass, divots, um, tree roots, and of course, cow patties. She's making it very attractive, isn't she, Scotty? I'm, I'm nervous, Mel. <laughs> That's all right. There's been two trials, and, and you've only had a couple of stacks, haven't you, Scott? Um, Connie, already? Yes, but they were my mates, so that's okay. <laughs> And it was also a bit wet and slippy last week, so... Yes, we had a bit of mud, yep. Yep, some extra mud to take home. So the the developers at North Harbour got in touch with Parkrun, effectively, Connie, to to get an event off the ground there. What's what's their involvement been in all the development? Oh, they've been amazing. Uh, They have... Anything I've asked for, they've literally given me... Um, we have permanent course signage already up. They provided, well, they've provided the funding for uh, the defib. Um, they're putting the road in <laughs> to the park run. Yeah, they've just been amazing. Did you say putting a road in? 
Johnny, they've literally built a road for parkrun. <laughs> they've yeah, they've developed because it's going to be um, uh, permanent parklands, but there's a historical um, walk, I suppose, development there, um, which is the start finish area. Um, so they're madly working on the road um, from the first area of development where the houses, housing is, the road through to uh, the start line and has a uh, car park and all that sort of stuff. Now, I've already mentioned that I'm coming, so mm-hmm. are you expecting big numbers? Not, not because I'm coming, but what, what sort of crowd are you expecting uh, on Saturday? I really don't know what to expect. The weather may hold people back, um, although I think the weather forecast for Saturday isn't too bad, but somewhere in the order of two to 300. That's pretty exciting. That's, you know, I, I always get very excited about a brand new park run because the new community and the opportunity for adventurers to pop in. Now, Connie, it's on private land, so... It's only going to be open on the weekends, not available for people to uh, go and freedom run during the week. Do you think that will make it a little bit more exclusive? Uh, It possibly could because you don't have the chance to go and do it any other time. So, yes. And there's also uh, an added, I don't want to say hazard, it's in the risk assessment, but there's a, a, another local population that runners have to be aware of when they come and join you, isn't there? <laughs> yes, herd of cows. <laughs> they're more onlookers than anything else. But they're not the domesticated kind that, um, that, that like to be interacted with, are they? No, no. Their main purpose is for breeding, so they're not handled by people all that often. So they generally keep themselves at a reasonable distance um, and just look at us rather strangely. (laughs) I ran in a park run in the UK this year and they had cows on the course and they had the volunteer position of cow marshal or cow herder. Have we got that on the volunteer roster this weekend or are they all fenced in? <laughs> I do have marshals out on the course that um, are there primarily to stop cattle getting into the main like start-finish area, the historical site, so yes. <laughs> I haven't called them a cow marshal though. We do have a, um, a parkrun tourist that is arriving to our parkrun a little bit differently this Saturday. <laughs> yeah, what what kind of adventures is he having? <laughs> well, his plan is to kayak down um, from the Sunshine Coast, where he lives, down to um, the Caboolture River, and I shall pick him up and his kayak, and uh, he will get to the start line <laughs> that way. <laughs> That, that is a little bit different. Yes, it we, is. We certainly have some crazy adventurers out there. <laughs> I like it. Connie, thank you for joining us this week. We're very excited, as I mentioned earlier, about having another launch. I know that some of the Channel 5 news crew from the Parkrun Adventurers will also be there. So it will be a big, big fun atmosphere. Lots of media coverage, as it were. So good luck. 
congratulations on the upcoming launch because I know it's going to be brilliant. You've been doing this for a long time, so you've got it you've got it down and you've got a wonderful support group of volunteers around you as well. So ha- have a fantastic weekend. Thank you. And I look forward to seeing you all on the weekend. Uh, good morning, uh, Park Run Adventurers. G'day, Scott and Mel. It's PK uh, checking in uh, for the Channel 5 News team from sunny South Australia. And yes, I'm at my home park run, Mount Barker, on the International Day of Running Naked. Is that it? I think I've got the words right there. Anyway, I've done the right thing and uh, I've driven up here um, just with a pair of shorts on. I'm just going to take them off. Hang on a minute. Yep, right. I'm just uh, yeah, in the car park at the moment and I'm going to... Um, Okay, I'm going to walk over here in my jocks. Right, I'm just going to slip them off because today, of course, is all about running naked. And I'm now just going to go and check out the park run. All right, I'm feeling pretty... Uh... Dad, you're so embarrassing. Oh, what's wrong? I've just got my... Uh, thank you. I, so I'm here. I'm all ready for the naked park run. You should have shaved first, buddy. <laughs> oh, put some clothes on. And I didn't think it was that cold outside either. Mate, what are you talking about? I'm here for the naked park run. Isn't, aren't you meant to... No, that's na- naked park run. There's no device. Your clothes, oh, clothes are required. Oh, my God. So embarrassing. Oh, far out. All, all I want to do is interview some people. I'm going to have to go back to the car. Anyway, I'm going to go back to the car, get some clothes on, and then go and chat to some naked park runners. Different naked. Get it right, PK. Uh, okay, I'm back now, uh, and I found Gary again. Is this better, Gaz? Yeah, nice to see you, Paul. Uh, good to see you got some clothes on. Uh, have a good day, mate. Thanks, mate. I'm going to go and find some people to talk to again. Um, um, All right, I'm going to talk to some crew now. Scotty, what are you going to do, mate? Well, I'm taking it very easy today. I reckon a 27-14. 27-14. That's Scott Fears. Uh, cowboy? Uh, 39-12. 39-12 for Cowboy. Let's see how we go. Here's some other uh, randoms. Jazz, what are you going to do today? Do you reckon? Do you know the time? Walk. She's going to walk? Okay. <laughs> Kent, what are you going to mate? Are you, st- are you going to stick to it? Come on. He, this man has got... What, tell us about your headband, mate. Oh, it's a naked runner's headband. Why have you got a naked runner's headband on? Because I'm awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it may have something to do with uh, last year. Yeah. Last year, I wasn't around. Well, I was, but I didn't go along. Uh, you were at the Strath... Strath Alban Str- Park Run. Yeah, apparently you got closest. I got closest to my time. Awesome. Yes. What was that? Uh, you remember? About the same as what I'm going for today. 20, 24.37. Nice one, mate. All right, we'll chat later and see how you went. Charlie, how are you going, mate? Yeah, I'm pretty good. How are you? Good to see you, mate. What are you, are you uh, guessing your time for today? I'm not guessing my time. No? I'm not running today either. I've just been sick. Oh, sorry so to hear that, mate. I'm taking my dog for a walk. Hey, dog. Here, park dogs. Woo! Woo. We love park dogs. He doesn't have much to say. He's All righty. We'll see if we can find someone else to chat to. All right, we've done it. I reckon I said I was going to do 25, uh, and I think I did 25.06. And that's not bad. I was trying to keep up with this bloke. Uh, Kent, uh, you said you're going to do 24.37. What did you do? Yeah, I ended up doing 24.51. Oh, I don't think you're going to get the headband this time round. Not that there's one to give out, but uh, well done, mate. Uh, nice T-shirt, by the way. Thank you. Wings for life. Ah, oh, the world run. Wings for life, world run. We did hear about that. Well done, Kent. And Cam, how'd you go, mate? Uh, we're a little bit slow. We said 33, me and running with the little fella, but uh, no, actually, we said 28, we did 33, so. It's okay. But exactly that's right. five's not bad. Uh, here we come. Slow. And Joe, Joe, congratulations on your 50th. Joe, this is for the Park Run Adventures podcast. It was Joe's 50th. How'd you go today? Really good. I've lost a bit of form, but I'm gradually getting it back. Awesome. Yeah. And well, you're handing out um, lollies, which is always good. I'm having a yellow one for those playing at home. Yeah, hang on. Mm. 
I'm right now eating a snake, which I deserve. Emily, uh, how, how did you go? Last week we had a good run. How did you go today? I'm better than I thought I was doing. Um, it's okay. I initially said I was going to get 34, and I think I came in just under 35. So well, That's cool. Still got a 34 on it. Well done. Great work. I'm going to go and find some others to talk to. Having fun here at the Naked Run. Go, cowboy. Here comes some others going over the line. Okay, now with a couple of legends with the surname Brownie, uh, Davo. Yo, talk to you, me. And, and Tom. Yeah, how you feeling? How you going? Uh, yeah. uh, how'd you go today, boys? Uh, no, we finished. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we finished. Uh, mate, so I reckon a PB. Yeah, yeah I said I said you were looking good as you went over the line. Yeah, I was lying, mate. Yeah, I was lying. A, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just before I almost vomited, but uh, <laughs> no, had an absolute uh, a good run. Felt good about it, and hopefully PB. Good man. Yeah. Well, that would if it is that would make it three PBs three, in a row. Mate, um, what are your thoughts on Park Run? You, you hate it, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I hate it. I, uh, it's just this uh, wonderful man got us into it, and uh, we never look back. Absolutely love it. It's a, uh, it's a it's a must do on a Saturday morning. Yeah. Thank you, mate. Well, uh, it's great that so many uh, of my friends. I've convinced so many of my friends to, to you know to drive the twenty five from Adelaide to come up to the awesome <laughs> Mount Barker, including Tom, mate. Uh, what did you smash out today, mate? Oh, the twenty two thirty. So yeah, yeah pretty nice. happy. Fifteen seconds off the naked running. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah good, good work, buddy. Happy, yeah. oh, well done, mate. Yeah. It's great to see you guys both out and uh, celebrating uh, Saturday mornings the, the right way. And uh, what about you, PK? Uh, I was good, mate. Yeah, thank you. 25.06. Oh. Um, it was all right. I think that's what I did. I reckon there might have been a bit of a, a mix-up with tokens at the end. So yeah. I'm going I'm to stick to 25.06, mate. Well, I was happy with that. And what about any rats? <laughs> no rats. Any, any, no rats today. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't step on a rat. Oh, oh mate, good. that's that another good. story for another time. Yeah. And, and how many times did you vomit on the, tr on the, on the little run? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Anyway, yeah. um, so better time. go now. Yeah, got to go. Yeah, See you. Bye. Alrighty, I'm now with uh, another park run regular. Uh, Wendy, how are you going? Good, a bit puffed out. <laughs> uh, now, is this your regular park run? No, Victor Harbour's my regular park run. This is my visitor. A visitor, good on you. Uh, and uh, when, how, when you got into park run, what, a year or so ago? Maybe? Uh, no, probably 18 months. 18 yeah, months and how's more. it going? Enjoying it? Yes, I don't go every week, but I go when I can and I enjoy it. Good on you. And um, made any new friends through Parkrun? Or do, 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 uh, I suppose... I, got, I suppose... Um, no, no. Yes, I suppose I have. Yes, I suppose I have. And through... But, but certainly down at Victor, I suppose it will yes. be a similar community like uh, Mount Barco, isn't yes. it? Like yes, yes, it is. Um, and uh, lots of... Um, good. I think the, the best thing, I think, is that you're seeing other people from your community out and about that you may not necessarily have met kind of thing, but you see them and you say that's hi right. every week. And, and then you see them again somewhere else and you, yeah, you, you go, know where you've met them. Yeah, that's yes, it. Yes, it's true. No, we love Park Run. We're a little bit obsessed, but yes. um, it's... You're um... a little bit obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Getting everyone out of bed to come up a here. Lot of, a lot obsessed. <laughs> nah. um, well, I love that you uh, that we do this as family and uh, there's a lot of our family and, now that are doing it. And I love that too. Yeah, yeah. Ah, beautiful. Yes. Thanks, Wendy. Love you lots. Okay, let's uh, chat to a few more fellas before we hit the cafe. Uh, we got Scotty. How'd you go today, mate? Mate, I was uh, sensational today. I was <laughs> awesome. like, right on target. I think um, probably park runner of the day, is my opinion. <laughs> park runner of the day. Look, park runner well, of the day. According to us, I think you were definitely park runner of the day. So, Thanks, mate. what did you? Uh, what did you? What time did you do? I was going for twenty six fourteen. Yep. And um, the watch uh, been hidden in the pocket, so I couldn't see it. Said uh, twenty six uh, twelve. So, Ooh, but whether that lines up with the actual timekeeper, I need to talk to her. <laughs> Good one. And Brent, how do you go? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Uh, a little bit slow in the last couple of weeks, but uh, That's all right. Did you did you predict the time? 
I didn't predict nah, that. Nah, you were just having fun. But did it in yeah. 24-34, so... That's good. That's okay. Jazz, how'd you go? I was, like, three minutes off. Three minutes, that's okay. Not yeah. bad. And Charlie, same? Uh, yes, I was walking with Jasmine. I think it was my Sorry. personal worst for this year. Personal worst? Uh, <laughs> first time I've walked in a while. But, yeah, that's <laughs> good. Well done. And Biggles, how'd you go? Well, actually... <laughs> There we go. Biggles. 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 Nah, no, nah, okay. Biggles, sorry. We're not, we're not getting anything out of Biggles no. today. But uh, apparently Biggles did parkour, I, I, not parkour. Yeah, yeah we, we kind of held him up and made him jump over things. <laughs> he didn't enjoy it very much, but it looks pretty cool. <laughs> awesome. Well, well done, guys. Hope you all enjoyed Park Run Day. Uh, we've had fun out here at Mount Barker. We're now going to go and uh, have coffee and uh, celebrate. That's it. Uh, over and out from PK at Mount Barker Park Run. Cheers. Bye. 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 Nice to have PK back out running naked at Mount Barker. Did you do the naked thing on the weekend, Mel? It was International Day of Running Naked. I volunteered naked, Scotty. Oh, and um, Wes wore the little naked runner's headband for the morning as well, underneath his little cowboy hat. I had every intention to run naked, but I, was, I tell you what, I was running with Kasha, and I said, Kasha, you put the watch on so I can run naked. But she didn't want to do that, so she made me wear it so we could track our pace. But then she stopped She stopped to walk after 200 metres. <laughs> but so it was you, double wasted effort. So you didn't, you didn't not look at your watch? Well, you're right. I didn't look at it, but I wore it. So I don't think that counts. It does count. That's semi-nude, remember? We've had this conversation. If you don't look at it, but you can still track your efforts... That was okay. Okay. Robbo said it was okay. Well, half naked. Let's call it a half naked. There you go. Yep. Okay, massive weekend of launches coming up. We've already talked about North Harbour, part of the Commonwealth Games legacy. Also a couple of other events under that program. Where are they, Mel? Uh, We've got Miles launching, also in Queensland. Is that miles away from you? Or kilometres? Such a dad joker. We haven't had any of your dad jokes in a while. It's miles away from most places. Miles. Is it? It is. We've also got Yokine in WA. Yokin? Yokine? Yokine? Yokine. Any one of those. And Sunbury in Victoria. Also a big weekend for anniversaries. Massive weekend for anniversaries. Next, next year is just going to go off. There's going to be cake everywhere. But this year, we've got... Cronulla in New South Wales. Foster in New South Wales. Camay in New South Wales. Minipee and Sandgate in Queensland. As is Surface Paradise, also in Queensland. And the beaches in Newcastle, New South Wales. You're right, that's a big weekend of parties. Now, Mel, you remember a couple of weeks ago, Gary Murphy, our mate Gary Murphy, mentioned the idea of having a listener meet-up. Yes, I do remember that. Now, we put it back on Gary to organise it because he, we know, we know ourselves that um, if it was left to us, it wouldn't happen. So, he's done that. He started a listener meetup page. So, if you want to be involved in that, what do you do, Mel? Well, we shared a link to the Facebook page he created on our Facebook page. So, you can always pop over to the Parkrun Adventurers on Facebook and look for the post and then just like the page and get involved he's he's put it out there to everyone to start collaborating together to figure out where 
we might do it and what might be a good date and things like that so if you want to say and you want to be there make sure you like the page and uh, get involved in the organization we want to see this happen because we need we don't need much of an excuse to go on an adventure we don't we don't need any excuse really but we do like a different reason to go and part of that whole PA, uh, PA listener meetup is that you guys want to see how we record an episode, which Scotty and I have alluded to is a bit of a joke, really. Um, however, <laughs> we're quite happy to share that experience with anyone who heads along. And um, I just warn you, it's not how normal people record on radio. I, I have done a radio interview in the past myself. I'm sure Scotty, with all his experience at SBS, knows all about that sort of show as well. Um, you, you've had experience with radio, right, Scotty? I have. I started my working career in radio. It, um, it might surprise some, but that's how I started working, behind a microphone. But it brings me to, Mel, do you still listen to the radio? Um... Well, it, it automatically comes on in my car, so I have to switch it to podcasts. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it it really depends. Not often lately. So that's I did, it, isn't it? Yeah. I did when I was working, but obviously now that I'm not working, I don't get a lot of opportunity. Yeah, since my career change, I, I no longer have a commute, and so that's where I did any radio listening, if I did listen to the radio. I was usually listening to podcasts even on my commuting to work. But over the weekend, I did a little bit of driving. Um, okay. In and out. And uh, we, I had the boss in town and we were driving around all over Melbourne. We were doing some filming and then uh, we, we both settled on the uh, Golden Oldies channel. And As you do. Well, do you? This is what I'm asking. The boss knew every, <laughs> every word to every song that came on. <laughs> well, what do you classify as the Oldies channel? I, I think that it's the... Uh, I don't even 70s know their slogan. Yeah, seventies, eighties, nineties, today. I don't. I don't think they have the today bit in their slogan. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got to admit that, like, when I'm now in the car in my advanced age, like I'm trying to hang on to Triple J. It can be challenging when I do listen to it, and every now and then, you know, I probably do switch over to the golden oldies and stay there longer than I thought I ever would. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's, you know, it's like a happy place, isn't it, really? When you know all the words to the songs, you can enjoy them a lot more. Well, this is my defence. This is my defence, because I don't listen to it very often. It's nice to have a sing-along when I do. And um, So were you and the boss belting it out? He knew, a lot, he knew a lot more words than I did. <laughs> but because he's up in, you know, whoop, whoop, in the outback, he's only got a couple of stations to listen to. So I think it was like a, opening a whole new world for him going back to the 70s, 80s and 90s. Did you, did you do that whole awkward thing where you both sing really loudly for the choruses and then when you get to the verses and the words, you're not <laughs> quite as confident what they are. You just sort of start mumbling them through. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> and there's no, there no awkwardness about it. There's no shame. <laughs> That's the fun part. Or, or it's fun when you don't know the words, but you think you know the words. So you're, you're singing completely different different words to a song and the, the other person looks at you and goes, that's not the words. <laughs> <laughs> I've had many an argument about that. Good times. 
Good times. And let's do it all this weekend, Mel. We're going to be together again. I'm going to get to event number. Ooh. Are you going to? Are you running on Saturday? It's yes, I am. I I'm well. I'm tail walking. Okay. So I have volunteered at the um the last two trials as a timekeeper, but I told Connie that there was no way I could <laughs> not get a run in this weekend because the competition is too hot and I'm too far behind. So what will this be, number 48 for you? I think I'm up to 48. Ah, oh, you are smashing it. This will only be 46. So oh, there's not a lot of year left. Mm, mm. Oh, well. You know. Oh well, says the guy in front, <laughs> quite comfortably. Is my running mate coming along? He is. Okay. Yes, and I will probably be doing the resistance training myself so that he can have a proper run. Um, see if he can stay upright. It is a cross-country course. There will well, be divots. Let him know we're going to be running slow this week. We're not racing today. Oh no, we're not racing on Saturday. No way. Hell no. I might even walk with you. <laughs> Can I fall over tail walking? That's my challenge. That's my challenge for this week. Stay upright walking. Sounds like a good challenge. <laughs>